Hello. Hi, everybody. This is Sarah Westcott. And this is Katie Willie. And this is To Be Read. The podcast where we talk about books and the cocktails that go with them. Yes. And we're back after a little mini hiatus. Yep. Unpl- unplanned hiatus this time. Thanks to COVID. Yay, COVID. <laughs> For both of us. Woo! <laughs> um, yeah. Katie gave me COVID. Uh, or you got it from work. I don't or... know. It's possible that I got it from work because we, at the same time, we had like five people out with yeah. COVID. So it's very possible I got it from work. My thought was I wasn't sitting that close to you. No, I'm sure we probably hugged. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. We probably hugged. Yeah. But like, no, we weren't sitting directly making, next We didn't to actually each other. make out. So. Did any of the other people next to you, like, did your family, your family members, like, get it or no? Dave got it. I knew Dave got it. But then, no. Okay. Okay. Not Phyllis, who was sitting right next to me. That's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird how it, like, transmits. I was just talking to people, like, some people, it hits them really hard and, like, whatever. I mean, this is my, this is my second bout with COVID. Yours as well. Yeah. This is your second time with COVID. Um, I'm just, like, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, how am I not Im- immune to this fucking thing yet? Yeah. Like, what the hell? It's different. It's so frustrating. It, thankfully, it didn't hit me as hard as it did the first time. Like, I wasn't dying or anything. I had one bad day where I couldn't get out of bed and I slept a lot but um the other days I was just like cold you know like cold symptoms and shit okay. which is which is fine but and that's pretty much what it was for you except like sinus pain right yeah well that was <laughs> I feel like I feel like that was before I actually really, really had, had it. it yeah yeah but I didn't it wasn't really bad at all it was nice I got to stay home and work for five days Something that you can actually physically do. And <laughs> yesterday was my first day of telecommuting. Oh, yay. yay. You still have, like, they're, they didn't say that you can't do Fridays, so. No, I got approved for Friday. That's and awesome. so did um, my friend Jeannie and the woman that I travel most of the time with, Christy. That's awesome. So we all have the same day. So, like, we went away this week for work. Yeah. We went away Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Telecommuted Friday. Nice. We have Monday off, so I'm gonna go from Tuesday to Tuesday. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I'm, I know. It's I nice. Know. No, it is nice. But like, my only issue with it, like, if I were to pick any day of the week to telecommute, it wouldn't be Friday because I actually like going to the office on Friday. It's like so low key and like casual at my office. Clearly, like, our offices yeah. are different or whatever. But, like, and then, I don't know, it's always just the idea of, like, oh, then I'm going to go to happy hour afterwards. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love going to work on Friday. Every other day of the week, fuck that. But yeah. <laughs> Friday's a good day. <laughs> I kind of was, it was more along the lines of, you know, once it's nice out, I can go to camp on Thursday. Oh, that's and a good, yeah. camp on Friday with the boys. Yeah, that makes sense. That's smart. Yeah. That's really smart. Yeah. 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 I mean, I suppose you could do that if you had, if, like, they made you do Monday instead, too. But right. either way. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I, I, there was a lot of discussion as far as what day, and I didn't want Monday because a lot of the state holidays fall on Monday, and there's no flexibility for us. So yeah. it's if that's your day and it's a snow day or whatever, right. or you're sick, you can't, like, swap it to a different day. But I was thinking, so going back to what you said about enjoying Fridays, so anytime there's a three-day weekend, me and those, one of the other guys that I work with, we tend to go to, like, Price Chopper and get the little friendly Sunday cups yeah. for anybody that's Aww, there. Because usually it's, like, half the office is there on a Friday before yes. a three-day weekend. Right. I'm like, wait, I'm not going to be able to do ice cream at all. So Aww. I might have to go into the office specifically for... Yeah, well, yeah. Ice cream I mean, Sunday day. Just because you are working from home doesn't mean you have to do it every right. single time. Like, right. there are times I work from home on Wednesdays. There are times I feel like I have to go in. in the and, office, yeah. Yeah. And, like, luckily for me, I'm flexible where I can say, you know, I have to go in on Wednesday, so I'm going to work from home on Tuesday or Thursday instead. Yeah. They don't like us to work from home Monday or Friday, which... Whatever, it's no big deal. I think that they are just like, we're not giving you the three-day weekend. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, but anyway, I just want to talk about a couple of books that I've read in between our little hiatus. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So I feel like I haven't talked about a few of these things. I don't remember if I talked about The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. You were reading, just starting that when we were okay. doing Ready okay. Player One. I absolutely love his books. Um, he always writes female characters. And he is one of my favorite people to write female characters. Okay. Like, he's a mister. And some people don't agree with me on that. I've looked at a couple of Goodreads thing and they're like, oh, they don't know. He doesn't know how to write female characters. I literally thought Riley Sager was a female until I Googled him. I literally did until you just said him. Yes. So. Yes. Riley Sager is a male and I have, I have read every single one of his books and I have enjoyed every single one and they are always about females. I feel like he does it very well. What did we, did we read one for... Was that Survive the Night? Was that him? Survive the Night no. was him. 
that's the that's the one in the car, right? And she driving across the country with like a random with dude. a random dude she yeah. meets, and then she falls in. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that was that was him was as good. well, and okay. it was very good. Yes, um, I also read the Office BFFs, um, which is by Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey about the Office. Um, that was just like a cute little scrapbooky thing, but um, it was cute. I probably would rate it like a two or a three, just because it's not a it's great not anything story. No, or... and it's also stuff I've already heard. Like yeah. a million, like I listen to their podcast like. It's, it was just kind of, like, fun to see the pictures and stuff. Um, I, re- I read A World Without Princes, The School for Good and Evil, um, book two. That was fun and cute. Um, still a little narrative issues, like, you know, we had in the, with the yeah. first one. Um, I read The Bone Shard Emperor, which was uh, number two in a series called The Drowning Empire, which I love. I just fucking fantasy, like... Young adult, uh, young fantasy, adult fantasy stories series. where it's like you know a young girl is having to like is coming into power and stuff. I just forget. I love those stories. Um, and I read Meant to Be by Emily Giffen, um, which I rated a two, which I've never done for an Emily Giffen book ever. Is that bad? It was bad. It was really bad. It was just briefly. Um, it was basically based on the story of John F. Kennedy. Um. Would he be junior? What uh, John F. Kennedy's son? No, no, his son. Okay. Um, and you remember when back in like 1999, I think, like his son, uh, JFK's son, um, was flying his own plane to like a, a family's wedding. Yeah, like cousin, in Massachusetts. And, yes, and he and they crashed and died. Yeah. And, you know, so it was basically a story about that. But they kind of turned it on its head a little bit, and I was just like. Is very unoriginal. I really expected more from Emily Giffen. I have loved her books like forever. Mm-hmm. So I was I was bummed about it. I actually wrote a review and I don't typically do that. So um anyway, those are the books that I've read uh recently since we've had I on our have read one. What was that? <laughs> uh Turn in the Key by Ruth Ware. I love Ruth Ware. Yeah, it that was the one, um, the nanny that lives in the house yes. and there's like a poison garden. Yes. I really liked it. I I didn't see it coming. I didn't. It, so that was one of the ones that's like thinks it's ghosts, but yes. it's not actually ghosts. Yes. Yeah. And I I just I was like, it's got to be ghosts, and I don't like it because <laughs> it's got to be ghosts. And I think I was so ghosts. thinking that it's got to be ghosts the whole time, and I was kind of like bummed about the fact that it was going to be ghosts. Yeah. And then I got to the end, and I was like, oh. Okay. It wasn't ghosts. It wasn't ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've read that one a while ago and I can't It's 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 a few years old. Yeah, yeah. I just she is one of those ones. Her and like Alice Feeney, they're one of those ones where like a new book comes out and, and Riley Sager now too. I'm like, yeah. I gotta read this book yeah. immediately. Like I put it on my list ASAP. You know? I think I got behind on a couple of them, so I, I'm a little bit a little yeah. bit back on it. But I don't think I read the Mrs. West. Way Mrs. Westaway. Mrs. Westaway. I, the Death of Mrs. Westaway. Yeah. I did read that one, and I wasn't a huge fan of it. And I think, I that's, think that's the last I one it. I read, and then I kind of, like, fell away from yeah. some of them. But, yeah. Um, one of the other things I do want to talk about, I did watch, um, after we had our discussion about Ready Player One, I went home and I watched the movie. Yeah. Um, I think I was telling you when we were so. here that I yes. started it and lost power and I couldn't finish it. Yes. So I went back. And finished, I don't even think I actually finished watching it because I was falling asleep at the end. I didn't like it. I I didn't at all. I just was kind of like really turned off about the fact that the movie was so different from the book and so flipped. But it was very similar, but enough flipped that I was angry about it almost. And I was talking to Mark last night He's because he said he, he watched the movie, read the book, watched the movie, and listened to our podcast all recently. And then he read the second book. And he said the second book was good. It kind of tied up some of the things. Okay. But it wasn't, like, its own story, and there's no chance there's going to be a third one because it okay. kind of, like, ends, ends the whole story. Okay, okay. But he said, you know, watching the movie and then reading the book, he could appreciate why they did some of the things in the movie. Okay. But he can totally see, like, doing the way that we did yeah, or that yeah. I did that I would be pissed. And I yeah. Was like, eh, okay. I, don't think I, I don't think I'm even going to bother watching it because I don't think... I don't want to be pissed off. There's no reason to be pissed off. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, back to Ruth Ware turning the key because I made a note and I didn't apparently say this. Um, there's definitely a page where they talk about smiling like Cheshire cats. <laughs> so, always. Yes. Always. I, I vaguely remember that. And then before we get into the prologue, mm-hmm. I do have one more thing. And I bought you a present. And you can call it a Valentine's Day a present. present if you want. But... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me. 
me you spent like less than two dollars on this. It was five. Oh my god, it's win a date with Ted Hamilton. I fuck. This is really funny. <laughs> I am like, I am like, I'm so happy. I, this is so funny. This is so funny. Thank you. You're I love that. Um, I'm gonna have to watch that later. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Um, all right, let's jump into our prologue. Okay. okay. Um, so Katie, we read You Can't Catch Me by Catherine McKenzie. Um, this was the first book that I've ever read by her. Um, hang on. Let does me she have in. others? I didn't even notice. She, she does. Other ones. She does have a few. She does have a few. So oh, she's got a bunch. Yes. Yeah. So I did write down a couple of um, fast facts for this one. There's not a lot out there that I, so I kind of like tied it into a little bit of something a little bit funnier. Um, so this was published on June 9th, 2020. So, you know, just right in the midst of COVID, yippee. Um, and though this book isn't technically about doppelgangers, I was like, okay, I want to like look up some facts about doppelgangers, you know? Okay. Um, so scientists say that every single person has roughly six doppelgangers in the world out of 8 billion people. Like at any given time? Like, so right now there's somebody that looks like me and in like 40 years... There's going to be See, somebody that, that looks like me that, didn't that may really, not look the same. Maybe, be, because that wasn't really, like, whatever. Okay. But, okay. That's cool. And they are But, I mean, statistics-wise, it has to be, like, eventually you end up with have, the same right. shape face, same color right. eyes, exactly. same type of hair. Yes. And I have, like, I don't know. I'm sure, like, people... I have been told on several occasions that I look exactly like somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's really weird to me. But whatever. So, and there are actually web websites that are committed to finding your doppelgangers. Ooh, so, did like, you do it? I didn't. I didn't because I literally just found this yesterday. But I'm totally going to do it. So there's one called Twin Strangers and one called I Look Like You. And there are a few others. And I think literally you just upload your photo and, like, it's... See- it's like Google Images. Yeah, and it kind of for- searches and sees if other people have been doing doing the same or whatever. So I just thought that was kind of funny and interesting. Those are my fast facts. Like so it. why don't you give us the reader rundown before we get to our cocktail, okay. which I'm thirsty for. Yep. Do you want to play a game? Twelve years ago, Jessica Williams escaped a cult. Thanks to the private detective who rescued her, she reintegrated into society, endured an uncomfortable notoriety, and tried to put it all behind her. Then at the at an airport bar, Jessica meets a woman with an identical name and birth date. It appears to be just an odd coincidence until a week later when Jessica finds her bank account drained and her personal information stolen. Following a trail of the grifters' victims, each with the same name, Jessica gathers players one by one for her own game. According to her plan, they'll set a trap and wait for the imposter to strike again. But plans can go awry and trust can fray. And as Jessica tries to escape the shadows of her childhood, the risks are greater than she imagined. Now confronting the casualties of her past, Jessica can't help but wonder who will pay the price. Yeah, it's um, been a while since we read this. <laughs> it ha- it has it has because we were sick and we were supposed to yeah. get together last week. Yep. Um, so before we do anything else, let's get to our cocktail yes. because um, we did something a little different and fun today. Yep. So um, also the- just note that it is eleven o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, but <laughs> yep. yeah, we're all just still recovering from yesterday. Uh, so the the birthday that everybody the main character shares with everybody is July tenth, and mm-hmm. so I googled July tenth, and it is National Pina Colada Day. So we're having pina coladas. We are frozen pina coladas. Cheers, Katie. Smoothie Saturday morning. Style. Yeah, having a haven't had a pina colada. While okay, that's nice. Tastes like a pina colada. Yep. I mean, this is honestly a really good Saturday morning drink. Right. I was excited. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels right. It Mm -hmm. feels like we're not actually drinking, and it doesn't. It's not actually bad. You know what I mean? Sure. (laughs) Feels Mm. like it's going to be a pina colada day all day. (laughs) That's what it feels like. Yum. Yum. I wish it were the case for me. Uh, I have to go to a basketball game in a couple hours, but. Um, so I have I'm to not- go home and help install a new water heater. Oh, it sounds fun. <laughs> that sounds really fun. Um, Katie, mm-hmm. so I picked this book, and we talked about this before. I picked this book because it was one that I had gotten from our little uh, Christmas gift exchange thing yep. um, that you and I are part of. And um, it was one that I had wanted to read because, you know, the like the rundown. Yep. It's interesting. It yep. sounds friggin' interesting, and it sounds exactly up yours, mine, and your alley. Yep. Um, so what did you think of the book? Do you want to jump into the story? Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's jump into the story. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, so my first impression, I told you this, um, 
I think at book club or some other point in time, maybe the night we went to Proctor's and I passed my germs to everybody. Um, the cover reminds me of our picture from when we did our wine weekend. <laughs> yeah. And we, I think Jess created the meme yeah, of you does. because uh, Sarah is very meticulous with timetables. Yes. And I do not like being late and I do not like when people make me late. So <laughs> at one point in time, she stood up and a picture was taken of her and it didn't happen to be what she was saying at the same time, but multiple times that day as we were touring around a bunch of vineyards was guys we got to go we're going to be late yes. so the this picture kind of got memed and yes. the front of this book reminds me of the yes, picture yes because her and hair is flowing yeah. i you guys caught me in a where like my, a, i was turning my head yeah. and my hair kind of was flowing behind me um and jess made it a meme and we died laughing yeah. because it is very funny and very on point and people use it against me when uh, they know I'm going to be mad about something. Or <laughs> it is just my biggest Guys, pet peeve. We're be late. I do not like being late, and I can, and I don't like it. I find it rude when other people are late. It yep. just pisses me off. I don't like it. <laughs> That's just me. Um, and everybody knows that about yep. me. So. Um, I did want to say I I really enjoyed this book. I flew through it. Like yes, it was so fast it. to read. Yes, yeah. Um, very easy read, and it's one of those ones that it's like something happens basically in every chapter and you're like, I just want to, one more chapter, one more chapter. Yeah. The chapters were yep. nice and short. They weren't super long. Yep. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the story. I love a cult story. I loved finding out about like how she got out of the cult and like... I just kept thinking of Georgia and Sarah yes. or not Georgia and Sarah. <laughs> Georgia and Karen. <laughs> Georgia and Karen. And being like, you're in a cult, call your dad. dad. But wait, yeah. your dad's the one that brought you to the cult. Was <laughs> <laughs> it like she was born into the cult. Yeah. Like, Ugh, yeah, so creepy. Yeah. But I, lo- I loved, I loved how the story was plotted, and we'll and we'll get to more of the little plot like plot details mm-hmm. or whatever. But I thought it was paced really well. I thought it was really well thought out. Like, I mean, she knew what she was yeah. doing and what she was trying to go for, and it, it worked for me. Yeah. Like, so I enjoyed it. I did want to note very quickly that this is the second book we have read in in the po- for our podcast that starts in an airport bar. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's a good place to start. Yes. Yes. Um, With two strangers meeting and drinking together and saying things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the, um, I did really like it. I liked the premise of two people meeting. Um, I had a hard time in the math side of it being as possible as possible. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to read right from page nine when, uh, so the main character, Jessica Williams, is sitting at the bar and Jessica too, also Jessica Williams, comes over. Um, and there she's like, hey, I have your name. And then she's like, I have your birthday, which is July 10th again. Um, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then so she always goes, do you want to play a game? It's like a 20 questions game. Yeah. So before that, though, they're like, I'm, she said, the one girl says, I'm feeling kind of seasick to tell you the truth. And she says, must be the sulfites. Probably not the sulfites. She drums her nails on the counter. Okay. It's strange. It's more than that. Have you ever done the math? What's math got to do with it? I pick up my phone and do a quick Google search. There were 4.16 million live births in America in 1990. If those are 50% girls, that makes 2.08 million girls born that year. Divide by 12 for the number of months, and that's 173,330 girls a month, assuming all months are equal. You did that in your head? What? That long division? Oh, yeah, that's a thing I can do. Numbers and words, they've always been my forte, despite my lack of formal education, blah, 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 blah. I do another search. Williams is the third most popular last name. Five people in every thousand. You see, that's probably thousands of us. You see, there's probably thousands of us. With the exact same birthday, maybe ten if you include Canada too. I'd have to look at the name distributions to be sure. And July might have more births than other months, but this is weird, us meeting. I'll say. You think? And I was like, so, I like, the combination of the same birthday and the same name was very unbelievable yes yes and you're automatically your hackles are off you're also you're already like something is awry right so (laughs) one of the things that i did in one of my math classes in college when i was not really paying attention to math class in college because i like alcohol um one of my classes we talked about the birthday paradox so do you know without looking at my notes how many, what the minimal number of people you can have in a room to have a 50% shot of two people having the same birthday? I feel like it's a lot lower than I recall. Like, I, I know I've read this before. I want to say it's, can I say it's like nine? It's not that little. It's So it's 23 people to okay. get a 50% shot of two people having the same birthday. Wow. Okay. If you have 75 people in the room, it's 99.9% positive likely that there's two people that have the same birthday. 
I have, so there's, okay, so this is kind of a weird, a weird thing. I don't know if I've told you this story before, but I have a, there's an attorney in my office. There's about 50 of us that work in this office, you know, like 20 something attorneys and like 30 something staff probably. Um, and those numbers might be off. I, I don't know exactly, but so she's an attorney. She started working a couple years ago. Her name is Sam. Um, she just married a man named Westcott. So her name is now Sam Westcott. And she, her sister-in-law is named Sarah. So this is a Sarah Westcott, spelled the exact same way. And Sam's birthday is my is birthday. Is your birthday. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. So it's like, it was very much like, whoa, yep. this is a little bit coincident, okay. like a little bit of a weird coincidence. So yeah, I, I can see that that is a possibility to happen. And there's other people in my office that have the same birthdays. Yep. So it's, you yeah. know, it's, it's yep. interesting. They don't have that many coincidental weird things, but um, yeah, yeah. I just, I, so I get it. I get the name. I get the birthday. The fact that it was They're both the, the same. same. Yes. And then the fact that they meet. I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. something is something is not right. Yes. Yes. Something is. So afoot. before she even lost all of her money, but as soon as she like tapped her phone, I was like, well, this isn't going to go good. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I want to just read something really quickly because I totally forgot that I marked this down. But um, this goes back to my being on time thing. So I think this ties in really nicely. Um, so literally page one, chapter one, um, my flight to Puerto Port- Vallarta doesn't, ha- doesn't leave for three hours. I'm one of those people who arrives way too early for flights and stresses until they're through the security line. Laugh at me if you want. I've never missed a plane. I might also have nothing better to do these days <laughs> days than to day drink. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is me. This is me. I do not like being late. Like I will say we've got to be there three hours early and who cares let's sit at the airport sit bar, at the bar. Shit. yeah so that's like, where i'm at usually with the with the the flight too yeah. i don't need to be three hours especially coming from out of albany because but i can't stand it when we're like pulling into the parking lot and we're gonna just like go drop our bags and go get in line to get on the plane i'm like yeah it's too close yeah oh yeah same same i do not i don't appreciate yeah. it i've come i've come a little further down like we don't have to be there three hours early but i like to make sure that we're at least two hours in there. you know yeah. what i mean like yeah but again never missed a plane never had any issue so and i think my anxiety about it uh comes back to the fact that we did miss a plane but that's <laughs> you know that was five. We gave ourselves five hours to get down to JFK and get on a plane to go to Ireland. And nah, that, was, that wasn't enough. Yeah, no, no. no that's right afternoon. That wasn't enough. Yeah, no, that's definitely not. That's definitely not enough. Not in like it. Not down there. Mm-mm. You're going to get screwed for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> we were still in traffic at five hours. Like when our flight was taking off, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's bad. That's bad. Well, anyway, um, I, I also like really quickly, um, we'll go back to that, but like, just so I don't miss this on page 38. So Liam, who I had a huge obviously. crush on, obviously, you know, whatever. Liam is the one who saves her from the cult. We'll get into that at some point, but he's a big Mets fan. And I really thought this, this line was funny. He's watching the Mets and it says, the Mets are up by two against the Phillies in the second inning. I'm sure it won't last. <laughs> it's the most true thing. As a Mets fan, it is the most true thing that I've ever read. So, I, yeah, I, I love I loved that. But, um, okay, anyway, can we just talk about the cult? We understand that Jessica grew up in a cult. She was saved by Liam when she was 17? Is 17. That 17. Yeah, because before she turned, it was right before she turned 18. Because 18, she was going to be the guy's, the guy's <sighs> yeah. new concubine, basically. Yeah. Like, in her own little house. Yeah, you're going to marry this guy and birth his children or yeah. whatever. Um, God, cult leaders really just give me the heebie fucking jeebies. Like, I just don't, I guess, I, I don't understand how it happens. And I don't, I just don't get that how people don't see where it's going mm-hmm. and i guess i know that like you know it's, 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 it's gradually it's gradual it's gradual and it builds and builds and builds but then at no point do you ever go oh fuck what the fuck are we doing yeah what, what happened yeah. why are we here why is my daughter living in the backwoods or whatever right. up the hill area with like all the other see, kids you never yeah. see them whatever but like that's just like I don't, I feel like it's, I can't remember if it's called deprogramming or programming. It's like, it's basically, it's brainwashing. Yeah. Like you follow this guy because he has these beliefs and you're like, I believe so deeply in these beliefs and what he says. And he's like, to be a clean people, we have to go and move to the Adirondacks. Yes. I fucking loved that. Yep. I was like, oh my God. Gotta but, go um, past Albany. Yes. Like, let's go, like, let's make a freaking commune in uh, the Adirondacks, but I'm the leader here. You're going to listen to everything that I say. I mean... It's scary. Like, I mean, have you ever read 
or her you've read you've listened to case file like have you read the ones yeah. about freaking jim jones and like yeah that shit is scary as hell mm-hmm. 900 people killed themselves for this guy yeah. like i mean they didn't want to but they didn't know what they didn't better. know what was happening yeah. yes and it's just like people pe- we have something inside of us that wants to connect it wants to connect yeah. with people yeah and it wants to like believe, believe in, in thing yeah. believe in something and believe that people are doing what is good and right for mm. us and some people know how to manipulate the shit out of that and it's fucking frightening yeah. like that is really scary but it, it's horrifying you, like you know you do come to learn that yeah of course they didn't want to be a part of it after a while and especially when they found out she was going to have to marry like he had his eye on her yeah. she was going to have to bear his children and like you come to find out that the parents are the ones that hooked her up like to make sure that Liam was able to get there so in that storyline I was kind of really pissed that at no point did the mom reach out to her and be like it was fucking me that got you out of here and like fix that relationship yeah before I think I think if if I'm being like generous I think that she kind of just realized like she she fucked up and like she fucked her daughter up and maybe it's better if like she doesn't know that stuff because she might not believe her in the first place and she might, it just might not it might matter. Easier, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. But at the same, like, that's your daughter and yeah. you did fuck her all up and you did have her in a cult for her first 17 years of life. So yeah. maybe yeah. try to fix that yeah. a little bit better than you seem to be trying. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just horrifying. But, um, getting, getting, you know, it, it's funny because obviously all of this stuff, like the Jessica thing, ties into the cult thing very well but at the first at, at the four you're not really sure how and like understanding mm-hmm. why and i but that's what i mean about like the good plot weaving it's just like okay now i can see where this comes yeah. from um and i did not see any of that coming like i was very 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 fishy i actually wrote down in my notes a couple of times i was very fishy of jessica three which one was that? Jessica 3 is... So Jessica 1 is the main character yep, of book. Jessica, Jessica 2 is the one that she meets at the bar. And Jessica 3 is the first Jessica that she goes to. In the Adirondacks. Yes. Who was the lotto winner. Yes. Who was actually the one Who was actually Jessica who 2. Jessica 2. Yes. Yeah. So, I, like, immediately when she they met Jessica 2, I was like... Uh, when she Jessica met Jessica 3. I was like, Jessica 3 is fishy as hell. I yeah. do not trust this bitch. Yeah. And I have a feeling she's going to be yeah. the main culprit. And I was right, which I loved. I loved that I guessed that. But there was a point in, at, in time when I was like, um, why, why does it say gay? I wish I'd written down what chapter that was. But it says, I'm like, I'm starting to feel very suspicious of Jessica, Jessica 1 in this specific chapter. And for good reason. Because um, she was playing a mind game the entire time. Yeah. She's the one who fucking set all this shit up. Yep. So it's just, it's a very, I just, I just loved how intricate it was. You know what I mean? Yes. So. It was puzzly. It was very puzzly. And I, I love that. I love that I could still pick out the nuances and be like, yeah, I don't trust this woman, yep. but something else is going on here. Um, whatever. But, uh, yeah, the, just the fact that like she built this whole thing around, getting revenge on this fucking awful bitch who made her cousin who she d- so adored were they actual cousins yes okay yes her mother Gigi. yes yes who was also named jessica yeah yeah it's, just, it's so weird that i think that's the only part that really like bugged that's me too many jessicas. It's just too but many jessicas it was like the top name for like five years yes. in, right then yeah so, and yeah, they I were born know. were they were they born on the same day I don't remember if Kiki and her were born on the same day or not. I feel like they're close. Yeah, it's something like that. They definitely were both going to be eighteen at this around the same time or whatever. Right, because after she left, then it was Kiki's turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kiki was the one who got had to get married with the guy, and then you find out baby has has his baby and whatever. But I did love that the whole story revolved around this plot of getting revenge for the fact that she made her cousin, whom she adored, kill herself. Yeah. Um. So like. Fuck Jessica 2 and Jessica yeah. 3. They're the same person. Yep. Fuck them. They're awful. I loved it. And the, the fact that Jessica 4 was in on it. Yeah. Because they had met previous and discussed it previously. To plan it all out. Yes. Yeah. I just... I, I read it a while ago. I read it really fast and I didn't take a lot of notes. I yeah. didn't, but I was just like, I really kind of liked it, obviously. Yeah. Um, I did, I did think... So the, the, the story starts with Jessica 1... She gets called out for plagiarism. Yep. 
she goes away to Mexico. That's when her money all gets stolen. Um, she didn't really seem all that upset about it at mm-hmm. the beginning. And I was kind of like, it, so once you get to the well, end, you're like, all right, well, that makes sense. Well, once you get the full full yes, story. Yes. But, but in the beginning, you're thinking, okay, she's not that upset about it because she got a settlement from them. Like she saved all these receipts of the, right. her boss or some some superior guy to her harassing her. Yep. So she was like, all right, you're going to fire me for this. I'm going to sue you for this. And like, like, here, have some free money. Have some money. And, and, that's, and, and it was the perfect thing to catch Jessica with wa- Jessica yes. Two's yep. eye. She's yep. like, oh. Wait a second. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jessica Williams is now in the news. I know that she is doing this yeah. right now. So that's, I'm going to. I mean, she's going to catch her in her little trap oh, or whatever. Try to meet her at the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's play a game. It's kind. It's so psychotic and like, I don't. I guess I don't know. Like, I, it's narcissistic to think that you can get away with something like this several Absolutely. times. Absolutely, and that that was kind mm-hmm. of my other thoughts about it. Is like, yeah, maybe once, mm-hmm. and it was kind of. When you found out that Jessica 3 was actually Jessica 2, I was like, how the fuck did they not tell? Like, you can wear disguises, but at the same time, you're still the same height. You're still the same general physical appearance. But have you ever seen, like... So, I... (laughs) I look, I watch a lot of makeup transformations. I love watching like people put, do makeup because I'm terrible at it. I'm, I've gotten better like with practice or whatever, but I love watching women do makeup things and And, like way contour can totally make your face completely different. different. Like if you're looking dead on somebody and they have like a certain contour on their nose, the shape of their face is completely changed. So I could see that. I could okay. see that. Like with a wig, with color contacts in, you could make okay. easily change your appearance, I think. And, you know, wear a little body padding around whatever if you're like super skinny or whatever. So I could see that. I, I could totally see it. Okay. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking body contours. <laughs> we should do like a, I don't know, like a trip to get our faces like all made up and then go out. Okay. I don't know. Like, just, just go, like, fun. go like, to a, go to a makeup artist? Like, pretend like we're, I don't know, doing something fun. <laughs> should, should we try to con somebody into buying us dinner? Like, yes, the Jessica let's do. go do that. I like food. <laughs> like champagne. I like expensive food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that whole con, that was my only other thought. That was my, literally, my only other note was the Philly scams seemed odd to me. Like, it didn't seem like it either seemed one of them really had to try hard to convince the other one to do it. And it was just kind of like, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy is going to drop five hundred dollars and just not even, not I, even blink an eye on it. it was yeah. Weird. Yeah. It, it seemed to me it seemed out of place because they. I guess it was a. It was certainly a way for Jessica one to to try to connect to, with. Yes, yeah. and also try to be like. Um, I don't know. Maybe try to maybe try to show. That Jessica two or Jessica three could also be pretty manipulative, and like yeah. she knows what she's doing. This is not yeah. just you know. Oh, d- let's not pretend like you've never yeah. done anything like yeah. this. Um. So on page one hundred eight, let's let's go into a little bit more cult talk. Um. Because uh, we had a local cult here mm-hmm. that's been in the news. Everybody knows it's it's called Nexium. It was you know um, in the Adirondacks. I mean, yeah, it's Pretty a, it's a pl- yeah. place in Clifton Park or whatever. Um, so there's this one spot on page 108. Um, so she says, I rub at the spot on my wrist where my scar is. As usual, it's covered by a long sleeve t-shirt. It's, styli- it's a stylized version of Todd's initials, Todd Blakemore, a T and a B woven together in an intricate pattern. Only he never told us what it was. Until Liam told me, I thought it was a symbol of togetherness. It was on... Lots of things in the land of Todd. Our uniforms over the entrance of the gathering place, I'd always been told it meant us. What a joke. So... I noted this pretty quickly because I don't know if you watched or read anything about Nexium. Not much because I, I yeah. don't know. So I watched the, I watched the, I think it was an HBO documentary. It was like a, um, like five or six episodes or something. And they did the same thing. Um, like branded. They branded women on like they, and it was kind of like a sacrificial thing. They had to get completely naked. And I want to say the, the, the brand is like down yeah. on your nether parts, which is horrifying. Yep. But the brand, nobody knew what the brand was. It was just kind of these shapes or whatever. And it turned out that it was the guy, the guy's initial. I can't remember his name. I can't, for the, I can't remember his name for the life of me right now, but it was his initial. 
and um, that actress's initial kind of like woven together to make like this shape. Um, her name was Allison. She was an actress in a TV show and she joined this cult. So I thought that that was kind of interesting because obviously Keith this Rainier. Is Keith Rainier. Thank you. Yes. So it was his initials and Allison, whatever the hell her name was, um, their initials kind of woven together. So nobody could really tell until you kind of flipped it and like manu- and manipulated it, it and stuff. And they were like, these people fucking put their initials on me like they own me, you know, like what a horrifying, awful experience. I don't know how anybody I don't I just I guess I just don't understand how anybody would get that far deep into something like that where you're like, yeah, brand me. I don't care. Like, that's cool. It just I don't know. It just it seems crazy. Yeah, to me. it's definitely kind of like slightly above pelvic region. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Just horrifying. Kind of where the inside of your pocket would be. Like, and completely, like, dehumanizing. You know what I mean? Like, just totally dehumanizing a person and and taking, like, their own agency away from them. It's just, it's really icky. But I I, I was like, okay, so we got it. We've got a New York State call that's taking. Is she from around here? Did you happen to know if she was noticed? I feel like I looked that up, and I don't believe that she was. Um, Hang on. Just for using... She was born, born and raised, raised in yep, Montreal. Yep, okay. Yeah. So I so guess she's, she's not, not super far. far. She's, yeah. I mean, right around the Adirondacks. Mm-hmm. That's not far from there. So that makes sense to me. Yeah. She probably used that because that yeah. came out, that the cult came out. That was like COVID time, right? Didn't that all kind of fall apart in COVID time? Or was it Nexium? right before? Yeah. I feel like it was before. Okay. I feel like it was right before COVID okay. basically that that kind of all came to a head or whatever. Right around the time all of that was coming out, I went to the mall and these two girls walked up to me. I was in the mall by myself, just walking around. I think, I don't remember what I was looking for. I don't remember what time of year it was, but these two girls walk up to me and they're like, um, yeah. Oh, have you like thought about Jesus in your life? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm you're like, like, yeah, you're, you're a wrong like, person. You're talking to the wrong person. And they're like, why? And I'm like, well, I'm an atheist. Why? Why? They just kept trying to get me to talk to them. And I was like, alarm b- bells are going <laughs> off in my head. I'm like, you know, I've heard too many fucking stories about women coming up to other women in public places like this. And, out, yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, fuck this. I like, I was just like, you're talking to the wrong girl. Bye. And I just <laughs> walked on. I was like, and it didn't hit me until after that, that I was just like, was that a near probably, miss? Yeah. Could that have been a near miss? Like, Absolutely. That was fucking if it wasn't for Nexium, it could have been a near miss for fucking for anything else. else. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I I don't know. Anyway, what should, what should we jump to next? There's so much like goodness in this. Like, just freaking like. Ugh. Let's talk about the camping trip. Okay. Okay. In Jackson Hole. Yes. And... In Wyoming. So they're, they're doing recon on another Jessica. Yep. And they're trying to set Jessica 2 up by... So they they basically make up a photography contest contest that this girl s- supposedly won and she was going to win like twenty five thousand dollars or something because she is now Jessica Five. Yes, correct. So correct. that's now we're we're about four too many for me. Yes, yes, it's <laughs> it's a little much. It's a little much. Like there's you know, but two and three are the same one and they don't whatever. Anyway, yes. Yeah. So and at the same time, it's like. I can I can believe that there are several Jessica Williams. Oh, absolutely. But with the birthday of July 10th, it, exactly. It's not, the yeah, combination just, of the two things is like it's ah, too much. It's too right. much. Um, but anyways, so they're decide that they're going to con her. They're going to set it up. They're going to publicize that this new Jessica Williams has now won, won this some award money and won some money and is going to take this trip to New York City. And then they so before we get to the camping trip, let's talk about the uh, setup of her going to the airport and trying to get the Jessica two to come to the airport. Yeah, and so Jessica one goes in to talk to Jessica five at the airport, and basically I don't remember if at the airport or not. She was like, I think they told her ahead of time. They told her no. They told her at the airport. They told her at the airport the plot. Okay. So then they go. She goes. Jessica one goes up to the announcers and it's basically like, can you page Page my sister? Yes. yes. Or page my sister. Her name's Jessica Williams. And trying to get Jessica two to be like the fuck. Yeah. But Jessica two, who's actually Jessica three. Was still in the car with Jessica four because the so she was part of the plot. And knew about the setup for Jessica 5 that's trying to catch Jessica 2. And if you're not confused yet. Yeah. yeah. It's a little <laughs> And then, confusing. so Jessica 1 steps, quote unquote, off the script to pager. And the next thing you know, Jessica 3 comes in to start talking to Jessica 5. Yeah. 
and basically sits down right next to Jessica One and Jessica Five, and, and that's ba- when and things like, are like, yeah, things. Let's are... play a game, and it's like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? Yeah, it was very, it was very weird, and like that's when that's when I became a little bit fishy of. I, I think that was called Game Day. That chapter was called Game Day, mm-hmm. and that's where I became a little bit fishy of Jessica One. But that's because this was her purpose. This was all her plot. Along. Yeah, like she, they told Jessica two slash three the same thing. Like this is what's going to happen, but instead, this is what actually happened. Yes. You know what I mean? So, um, I thought I really like thought it was a cool way to catch her out. I love. I just love the reveal at the end that they, they already knew. knew. Yeah. I don't know, and I cannot remember if killing her was part of that plot. Like that was. I, I feel like that was just a. Um, something that accidentally happened. I think they wanted her to get caught and they wanted her to go to jail and they wanted to get all the money back. Yeah. And then I think that she will, it, if it wasn't part of the plot, it definitely wasn't part of the plot the way it actually happened. I think so you're right. Just, because, like, chasing her through the woods. Yeah, because the ending, the ending of it when she writes that note to Liam, you're right. She's yeah. not it was, an, it was definitely clearly an accident right. that she died. So that wasn't what they actually wanted to happen. But um, yeah. I yeah. did. So, total side note: I love books that have chapter names that actually correspond with the actual yeah. fucking chapter. That's all. <laughs> Good note. Because <laughs> I mean, not everybody names their chapters. No, no. But it is kind of cool that I when like you're it. like, oh, something, something interesting is going to yeah. happen in this chapter. Like, it's just it kind of foreshadows you a little, a little bit. Yeah. Um. Like, I just opened one to one randomly, and I don't remember why this is called this. It's chapter twenty-four. It says, "Never get involved in a land war in Asia." Why the fuck does it say that? Interesting. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even remember why that was, why that is. But um, I don't know. I, I don't know that there's a lot more that we can like discuss about the book other than the relationship between Jessica One and, and Liam. Liam. <sighs> I I love. So you knew there was tension, like yes, the whole time. Yes, and I totally get. She that. She had always been in love with him, and it was clear. And that he was kind of was... like, nope. You're too young. Damaged. You're too and, damaged. Yeah. You're too emotionally scarred. Like, I... And she definitely has a tie to him as her hero. Yeah. That you don't know what this other This larger-than-life kind of, than life yeah. Kinda, like, yeah. Yeah. But then also he's described as absolutely gorgeous, and he's really smart, and he is really nice. And he's a Mets fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of really get why she liked him. And he was, what, like 12 years older than that, her? Uh, that's what I got, because I think he was 40 when he rescued her. 30, no, 30, 30 when he rescued 30, her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. So, you know, he's in his 40s by the time we're meeting them or yeah. whatever. Um, I loved th- I loved their relationship. It did seem, it felt to me like it, it, it happened organically because he was clearly trying not to mm-hmm. get involved with her, even though he was in love with her. Because it feels like, it almost feels like a violation of sorts. Like, right. you see me as your savior, you know, yeah. instead of, like, a person that you could love and be with or whatever. And um, But then they kissed. They kissed and they had sex and, <laughs> and it was the best. And, and I feel like it, I, I hated the way that she kind of just was like, she almost got bored with him in a sense. I wish that she had fully trusted him with her whole plot because I think yes. he would have helped her and yes. he would have helped in some of those like stickier, trickier things that, you know, the getting rid of the body kind of thing that she was very worried about. And, and she never told him about that yeah. part until that letter, I think. I yeah. do think she tells him in yeah. the letter about that. I just, I don't know. I feel like because of their past relationship and how much he had helped her with things. And yes, there's this whole group, but what are they? Misfits outfits? Yeah. The misfits, what, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, twisteds? Twisters? Twisteds. Yes. Yeah, they're yeah, called yeah. the twisteds. Okay. Yeah. Like, is that misfits? Uh, no, the twists. Twists. The twists because yeah. they're Oliver Twist. Like, yes. they have Oliver yeah, yeah, Twist. Yeah. They're all yeah. orphans. Yes. Um, I, so I know that he's got a similar relationship with a lot of them. Obviously there's, there's boys as well and yes. not girls that he's in love with. But I just, I wanted her to trust him. Yeah. Like, he saved her. Like, why wouldn't you trust him with this massive plot? And I don't really remember what he actually does for his job. I think he's a PI, kind of. Like, okay, that, so I that think is what, what he does. He does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, obviously, like, use that. Yeah. But, for sure. I guess she kind of did to set him up to find the other Jessica Williams, even that she knew existed. I think, I think mostly she knew or felt that he would just try to stop her. And say, like, you know, 
you're going to get yourself in too deep. Basically, you're going to get caught with this kind of thing. And I think, I do think if she had to- had told him about it, like Jessica too wouldn't have accidentally died. Like something else would, you know right. what I mean? Like, so I'm sure she beats herself up about that. And now she feels like the, basically it ends like they're not together. No. Like they can't have a relationship because it tears apart at her. Yeah. Like, you know, she, she has this there and, yeah. awful secret that she can't tell him because she knows that he will do the right thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I guess I get, I don't really understand. I don't know. I guess I don't get why she didn't involve him because my thought is she knew that he would just try to talk her out of it and say, tell the authorities like you yeah, know just do report it, it and do it she officially she wanted fucking revenge well, yeah. she wanted to ruin this bitch's life rightfully so yes absolutely she was a horrible horrible person i i liked the way that each chapter seemed to start with talking about the cult and like and then how like that kind of like where they are in the story that part of like what goes on at the cult kind of like wraps Why into it happens what, yes, like that exactly. i like stories like that too there was i don't I can't think of what it was, but there was definitely one. Uh, never mind. I kind of think that might have been a book that we read together. Because right. I'm thinking I, I can't remember exactly what it was either. But it's fun when it, like, that's something you're like, this is why this happens. Yes, exactly. It's just, that's what I mean, though. It's just very intricate plotting-wise. and it, Is Daisy it's, Darker like that? Yes, kind of, in a way. There was a lot of, like, this is the history part of why this is going to happen. Yes, and this is, yes. Yeah. That might be the book I'm thinking of, um, or we're both thinking of. Uh, but I don't know what else I have to say about this book, Katie. I, the only other thing I really want to say is I love the fact that once they got the money, they did set up good, like, charity stuff. Like, the, the Jessica Five got her scholarship funds for the, the kids. And, yes. And Jessica four had Safka set up and she and was just, the cook Jessica four was yes. the one who did the cook the, yeah, yeah yeah the military yes yeah I just I like that I like that there was a positive spin it wasn't just greed after the money right right exactly as no. a bonus to revenge you know, and yeah. Get, yeah letting getting this bitch getting her come up and yeah um but no, I did. Li- I really liked it. I'm glad. Was so? Was this one that you had on your list that somebody picked for you? Or I did was actually. It- I did have it on okay. my list. So like, I you know, I we always make. I always make a wish list basically, or I have a wish list on my Amazon. So when that's she what does, you link, okay. I link it to that, so people can just easily click on it and say, okay, she's looking at this book and this book okay. and this book, and I got lucky and got this one. And there was another one. I can't remember. It was another. She got another one from my wish list, and I was so excited. And I wish I could remember. It was the book. cabin. I think it was 13. the cabin thirteen or yeah, something. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, which I read and I enjoyed not as much as I liked this one, but um, I can't remember where I saw this book. I want to say it was on one of those BuzzFeed lists that yeah. I read and was like, "This has a twist you're never you'll never see coming." And I love that kind yep. of story. I right. want to be fucking shocked. Because even if you can guess that Jessica 3 is Jessica, was Jessica 2, 2, you're still not realizing Jessica had 1's no in charge idea. of the whole thing. I had no idea. And like I said, I did get like a weird fucking vibe from Jessica 1. I was like, something else is up here. Yeah. Like, she is doing something weird. And she was. Yeah. But like, I love that. It turned out to be something I had no fucking. It, I was it like, wasn't nope, on your radar at all. It was all. not yep. on your radar at all. You would yeah, never have guessed it ever. So um, yeah, I like I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. I did. Uh, so I guess let's move to our prologue, right? Are we done? How about our epilogue? Epilogue. God, I fucking <laughs> apparently I just do. I know anything about books at all? I That's don't know. Um, yeah, let's go to our epilogue. Thanks. <laughs> um okay what are we reading next katie next have- is the midnight of the blackbird cafe who is that by do you remember off Ooh, the top of your head it's by an author that it is wrote definitely it. by an author hold She's on female i believe <laughs> i have it right here let me just see okay um midnight at the blackbird cafe by heather weber um so in the same same sense that you got this from our our book swap i did get midnight at the blackbird cafe as a book swap one it was however not anything on my goodreads list so it was something that somebody sent and said you know it's good i want to read it yeah i was like all right and it's been because it wasn't on my list of something that i wanted to read i've never gotten around to it so it's Mm -hmm. just been sitting in the pile on my nightstand and we added this one and added that one. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited. It's a good way to, like, again, we've talked about this before. It's a good way to read things that we normally wouldn't have picked or right. chose. Um, yeah. I'm excited. I did start it. I started it 
Um, I want to say Wednesday I started it. I'm already like 50 pages in. Like there, it is, I think it's going to be a quick read once I can actually get it, get into it. it. I have, it's an interesting premise. Um, I, I've always liked the story about like a girl goes back to her hometown, like her small hometown or whatever. Sweet home Alabama style. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, like everybody always wants to leave their hometown. Like, look at us where, you know, Mm -hmm. where we live, you know, not very far from either of our hometowns. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I, I like that kind of story small town like quirky ass people kind of reminds me of, like stars hollow gilmore girls thing you know nope katie you need yeah. to watch <laughs> you need to watch some things like i need to write down a list for you and be like these are the series this I is need my, to my watch. homework this is what you need to watch but um yeah so so i'm looking forward to reading it and you know i always enjoy talking about these even if i don't enjoy the book i enjoy talking about them with absolutely you. so yeah um, and it's fun when we do enjoy it too. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm gonna try to take more notes the next time. Well, like I didn't even fold down. I fold down, folded, fold down one page. Read right it, page nine. So, so that's. <laughs> but here's the thing. I think when a lot of the times when you're enjoying a book so much, it's really hard to stop yourself and, and like pull and pull out something of it, yeah. out of it. Like you just kind of want to get get through it. Keep and going. like we don't. A lot of times, people in order to prepare for something like this, people might take it and read it twice you know what i mean and Fuck just that. but that's just too much work There's yeah. too many books in the world. i can't i can't be doing that but um so i can tell you right now in like the 50 pages that i've started for the midnight in the uh, blackbird cafe i haven't taken a single no so i mean i don't I, we'll see we'll see yeah. and whatever but um it was funny so adam's reading the hunger games trilogy right now and he's on the he's on mocking day and uh he's about halfway through it and he asked me about one character. He's like, do you remember so-and-so? And I was like, mm, no, bud. I got nothing. I go, like, I, wa- I read the first one at least twice. I think I read Catching Fire twice. I definitely think I only read Mockingjay once. Yeah. And I go, I, I, don't, I really don't remember. I go, I'm excited for you to finish it because then we're going to watch all the movies. And I go, so I think that person's probably in the movie, but I don't remember. And he goes, you really should read them all again. And I'm like, uh, it's too much work. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I love to, I do like to reread when I get the chance to. Right. I, I love doing that. But, and I have read, I have read that series on at least two occasions. Um, and there are certain things that I have read more than once, clearly. Like I've read mm-hmm. Harry Potter series more than once. I've read that series more than once. Um, but it is like, it's hard because I want to read something new. I want to read something new. Yeah. There's so many fucking books out yep. there that we just want to grab onto. Mm-hmm. And like, and like, you know, with this and with book club and then reading it on our own, like there's not a lot, a lot of, of time. It's, it's just like, there's so many books, so little time to read. Them. Right. So, um, and I read things like fart wars with Eric and I just love the quality of that book. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Um, Star Wars, but just modified to be about farts and poop. And it's hilarious. Well, I mean, it's pretty pretty good for a six-year-old, you know? So, yeah, it it is what it is. (laughs) Um, So, that being said, I'm looking forward to reading that and talking Mm -hmm. with you next time. And uh, Hopefully, no more hiatus this time. Hopefully, no more. Back on schedule We're back on schedule every two weeks, hopefully. Um, uh, So, please, 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 please join us next time. You're not going to do all the like the social stuff. Do we have to? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Because you know what? If you don't know it now, you're never going to know gonna, it. You're, you're not listening anyway. Listen, follow us, okay? You know where to find us. We've said it many, many times. <laughs> uh, Instagram and Twitter to at to be read pod. Oh, you're doing it anyways. Yes, I'm doing it anyways. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe because we need it. We need it. We want to get out to more ears and listeners. Speaking of that, I think I'm going to order um, bookmarks. Okay. To, like, do what? Oh, like, to pass them out? To, to like, hand out bookmarks. I like and that. And I think, do you know if um there's a way to, like, there's got to be a way to generate a QR code, right? Because I was thinking we could put a QR code that yeah. tied links to the podcast. Yeah. I bet John would be able to help us with that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I'm going to do that. Sounds good. Yeah. I like it. I like that idea. Just um, out. Yeah. Let, let me know. Let me know what you need with, from me. <laughs> do you like this? Uh, yes. Okay. Guys, <laughs> please join us next time. We make your To Be Read pile one book shorter. Thank you. Bye. To Be Read is hosted by Sarah Westcott and Katie Willey. Produced, edited, and mixed by Chris Turo. Logo concept art by Rhiannon Kenfield. Graphic design by Steve Pius. Theme song, Read to Me, written and performed by Austin Maffa.